closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. Molly and Lindsay back with you on the sidelines. We hope you're having a great week. Uh, we just wanted to catch up real quick, do a little rundown of things happening in sports and in the world. There is just a lot right now. And Lindsay, I want to start off talking about this shirt. I just saw that Cincy shirts created that they're selling. It says run DLC on it, like as the run DMC logo, but it's DLC de la Cruz. And I'm pretty sure it's probably already sold out, but do you want me to buy you one? I do. And you know what? Speaking of Ellie De La Cruz, I keep thinking, I think we had this conversation once on one of our podcasts when it comes to jerseys and buying them, who you should get. And I'm not a jersey girl. I don't like to buy jerseys. I don't like to wear them. But Ellie De La Cruz, he's won me over with the excitement level, not only in Cincinnati, but just nationally when it comes to Major League Baseball and him being a superstar already. I want his jersey right now. Did you see that whole thing go down, like, live in the moment? Yes, I was watching it um, at the Covington Yard. I was over there watching it, enjoying the red game on. It was a nice Saturday. And then all of a sudden, everyone got excited. I had to watch the highlight of it right after when they played the replay because it's unbelievable what he's able to do. I mean, a month into his career, and he's able to do the cycle. He's stealing home. And it's just been really, really fun to watch. I'm so glad he plays in Cincinnati. My one takeaway, when that happened, first of all, we were screaming at the top of our lungs and jumping up and down. It was the coolest thing. I was so mad it didn't happen in Cincinnati. I know. Could you imagine? I think there was a story that Major League Baseball are tops for the baseball cards had to reach out to the Milwaukee Brewers and just say, hey, we're going to need home plate. We'll offer you this amount of money because this is kind of a big deal that he stole home. And I just, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. And, you know, he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just, tops it every single week or every series that we get Ellie. He just does something that it's unbelievable. Yeah, and there's something about how happy he looks. He has this big smile on his face. He's just taking it all in. Uh, but all I could think in that very moment, I was like, oh, if that was at Great American Ballpark, there would have been like an earthquake. The city would have erupted. We would have gone nuts. But it, it's still, you could still hear some Reds fans representing us uh, there during the game. But very exciting for him. I want you to uh, tell me, Lindsay, what you know about this whole ice cream glove. I've seen a few stories about this with Ellie, and I haven't had time to kind of delve into it. What is this, this whole trending thing about his glove? Um, I saw the photo of it, and I actually had to research it, too, because it, it looks pretty cool. And maybe it helped him, you know, speed into first or speed into home plate, but... I'm still doing my research when it comes to the ice cream glove. I think it would be great for the Cincinnati Reds. You know how they do promos and they give away kids gloves and hats and things like that. I feel like they need to give the ice cream Ellie glove at Great American Ballpark for a game. Oh, that's a great idea. It's a cool mix. Yeah, he just keeps surprising us and we just keep loving him more and more. And I will add CincyShirts.com if you want to get that run uh, DLC t-shirt. They're flying off the shelves right now. But I want to switch gears, Lindsay, over to Joey Votto. Uh, what's What's your latest report on him? 
Yeah, you know, when Joey Votto came back, and we're, you know, like two to three weeks in since Joey Votto's return to the Cincinnati Reds going into the season. And a lot of people question, and I know we've had podcasts on it when we talked about Joey Votto, you know, is he going to mess up the excitement? What's it going to be like? And I think one of my favorite things about Joey Votto, and yes, of course, when he's a baseball player and he hits home runs, that's really cool, too. But seeing him, there was an image from the weekend series just this past weekend with Ellie De La Cruz, and they were just sitting in the dugout talking and chatting, and you could just tell that Ellie was taking in everywhere that Joey Votto was saying, and just that really close relationship and mentor that you're getting from a guy like Joey Votto as a leader, to have him on your roster has to be so cool for Ellie, but also at the same time, Joey looks like he's having the time of his life. I saw Major League Baseball tweet out the rankings when it comes to jersey sales, and Joey Votto's in the top 13 in Major wow. League Baseball, and everyone's still, you know, Hey, we love Joey Votto. He's a legend. And what I thought, to be completely honest with you, I thought it would be his last season in Cincinnati. And I was kind of bummed about it. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a down year. And maybe it won't be the year, you know, the Cincinnati Reds win the NL Central where they go to the playoffs. And then obviously they're exceeding expectations. And I didn't know know, if the future was the Cincinnati Reds will pick up the option next year in 2024 for Joey Votto. And maybe they're just like, okay, this is it, unfortunately. But I think... You have to, if you're the front office, those discussions have to start soon when it comes to maybe not the full option, but you work something out with Joey Votto because I want him on the roster next year. I don't want this to be the last one. And, and maybe they win and, and they do it all and, you know, mess around and win the World Series and do it for Joey Votto. And he, and he walks away from baseball. But I personally think that um, it's been really exciting watching Joey Votto, not only as a Reds baseball player, but a mentor to a lot of these younger guys on the roster. And, and I'm really excited. I'm hoping uh, we get another year of Joey in Cincinnati. Yeah, very well said. And, of course, uh, our city is just obsessed with Joey's. You know, we've got Joey B and Joey V, so we've got we've got to keep them here as long as possible, right? Yes. Uh, the Joey, there's something about Joey's in Cincinnati, I mean, and we love to see it. And, and both are um, huge legends, I would say, for their sport. Uh, have you been watching All-Star Week at All Lens? I'm going to be completely honest with you, and not to make this all about Ellie De La Cruz, but I really wish they could have involved Ellie De La Cruz. And I get it. He didn't play the whole first half of the season. He's only been in the major leagues for about a month right now with the Cincinnati Reds. But his excitement, what I like to see on social media, over on Twitter, over on threads, or Facebook, ESPN Center. Everything was leading with Ellie De La Cruz on Sunday morning, and people who don't watch Major League Baseball all that much, they wanted to talk Ellie De La Cruz. Some of the NFL accounts that I follow were all hyped up on Ellie. Oh my goodness, Ellie's so much fun. So I kind of wish that the All-Star game would have had Ellie De La Cruz in it, uh, but I didn't really get that involved in it. I wish more Reds players uh, were, were on the active roster, but now I'm just I'm excited they were able to take a few days off before they have another weekend series again versus the Brewers. While we're still on the topic, talking about the Reds, Ellie De La Cruz, Joey Votto, Linz, will the Reds win the World Series? What's your What's your take on this? I've said it before. I think this 
Reds team reminds me of the 2021 Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm sorry to always connect the two because I'm a huge NFL fan, but I feel like the excitement, the young youth guys you have on this roster, and maybe a lot of people said they're a year or two years further than a lot of people had the expectation outlook for the Cincinnati Reds. I think they can win the NL Central. And with this offense, and they're going to get some of their starting pitching back and healthy, maybe they make a few moves that, you know, sky's the limit what they're able to do when everybody counts you out and there's not a whole lot of expectations for you you're just going to go out there and win and I can't count them out in any games that if they don't win the world series I do think that they're going to be able to win a playoff series at least uh, because I just I, I think they're just getting started and they're at the second half of the season and they can only gain more ground so maybe it isn't a world series but hey You know, anything's possible. Yeah, never say never. And it's interesting you compare the two because I do feel like the brotherhood and the the companionship, you can just see it between the guys, the Reds versus the Bengals. They all, it does kind of mirror each other. That's a really great comparison. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's a lot of the younger guys and and knowing that the core and the talent is going to be there for more than one season. That's what's exciting. And, And honestly, for the payroll purposes, you're not paying a whole lot of money to a lot of these younger guys who were called up, the rookies, and, and just guys who are one to two years in with the Cincinnati Reds. So, you know, they could really get this going for, for several years to come, just like the core of the Cincinnati Bengals. Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. Uh, I do want to switch gears now from Bengals, Reds to uh, U.S. men's national team here in Cincinnati last weekend at TQL. Uh, that was a very cool thing for our city. It was packed downtown. I had a birthday party at Rheingeist, and I kept thinking, I'm like, why are there so many people over here? And I was like, oh, duh. <laughs> so many people were in town uh, for the CONCACOF. And uh, what's your what's your take on that? I mean, I think you see it on TV. It's national broadcast. And then just the excitement from all the fan supporters around TQL Stadium is really cool. Obviously, having a good Major League Soccer team is awesome for them, too. But, yes, when the U.S. men's national team is in town and they're able to get the win, the excitement is real. And just seeing the stadium all let up, sold out, um, a hot ticket to get in is really cool to think about from when they just started. I think people, you know, there's a there's a lot of history with soccer in Cincinnati and, and maybe you could go back to the USL days to the first year in major league soccer to the struggles in major league soccer to seeing when a U.S. men's national team is in our city and just right down the road. It, it's really cool. And again, the future just, it looks extremely bright when it comes to soccer in Cincinnati. Vasquez had a great game. Yeah, that is, that's another thing. You're, you're excited already for the match and having them in town, the national spotlight. And then when you get a guy from your own club, uh, you know, going out there and, and showing, hey, look at us. We're FC Cincinnati, but I know I'm on the, I'm, I'm on the U.S. men's national team, too. It's just it's really cool. I, I loved watching that. 
Yeah, of course, big congrats, Miazga and Vasquez for repping FC Cincinnati well. They played a great game Sunday night here at TQL Stadium. And uh, I want to switch back to a different kind of football. Bengals training camp is upon us, and we are going to go, right? Yes, we are going to go. We have to pick the date. It might be the, the last week of July. or might be early August. But, yes, training camp. They report in two weeks, Molly, Gosh. which is crazy to believe. Next week will be one week away. And, you know, the talk of it is you go back to the last few off seasons for Joe Burrow the COVID year, the year he was drafted, then he's rehabbing from his injury. Then he had the appendix surgery. And this year I'm knocking on all the wood in the world. You're hoping that he has a normal offseason going into training camp. And it's just huge. You, you get, you know, additional pieces for your offensive line. And that's something that Joe Burrow really hasn't had over the last few years in Cincinnati. So, you know, the expectations are going to be high. And the defensive side of the ball has um, obviously been a highlight for this team. I mean, you could even go into last season. Lou Rumo's back. Um, as the defensive coordinator. So training camp, we will be there. Our live report of training camp. We'll break it all down, Molly. We'll have you do some play-by-play while we're there. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do a live podcast, which uh, we have not done in a while. We did one at Great American Ballpark last summer, and it was received very well. So we are doing one live from training camp. If you're not able to make it, don't worry. Follow up with us. We're going to be doing some play-by-plays that week, and uh, we'll have that episode posted, of course, later on this month. But those episodes, rather, (laughs) plural, posted later on this month. And um burrow he was he was a big trending topic over the past week or two did you see him at that big white party in the hamptons yeah you know joe burrow is a superstar he is I, I think it's fair to say that if you looked at the list at the white party for fanatics i will be completely honest with you i think only a few other nfl players were there cj stroud he's a rookie quarterback uh he was another one that was there but overall you just have to admit joe burrow he's standing next to tom brady kevin durant other nba stars who are there and he just fit right in. And it's really exciting to think about because when Joe Burrow's there and, and, you know, other people in the entertainment business are like, hey, this guy's here. They know who he is, the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, it's really exciting. I, I compare it to Ellie De La Cruz when it comes to the excitement level on the on a national uh, basis and, and just having people from who aren't even Bengals or even Red fans to be all in and be like, this is pretty cool. Those are two cool people that play in your city right now. And we're really lucky. And speaking of legendary Bengals, uh, Lynn's the Ring of Honor. We have a date for this? Yeah, one of the things that the Bengals like to do when it comes to the Ring of Honor, they like to make it in prime time. Uh, we have saw it over the last two years, and this time it's going to be against the Los Angeles Rams. Everybody knows the last time the Bengals and the Rams played. It was the Super Bowl, but this will be Monday Night Football on September 25th. And I'll be completely honest with you, Molly, I don't get a vote. Only season ticket holders do. Uh, so my parents are voting, which is awesome. But I would say that Boomer and Chad Johnson are probably going to be the two people that get inducted. So we'll get that announcement soon and we'll hear who it's going to be. But the ceremony for it, if you want to go, it's going to be the Rams and Bengals Monday Night Football game on September 25th, kickoff 8:15, And obviously they do it at halftime. More than likely, they'll probably do the uh, all-white uniforms and, and maybe the white helmet, but we'll get all the uniform combos coming soon as they get into training camp. So, yeah, really excited. I'm glad the Cincinnati Bengals have decided to continue to do Ring of Honor every year. I know other teams, they do it you know, bi-yearly or, um, you know, they're not doing it as much as, um, you know, this team has started to do over the last three years. I know they're late on it, and, you know, I wish it would have happened sooner, but it's exciting that they're doing it now, and I, I love that former players are getting the appreciation they deserve. So a lot of wonderful things coming up over the next 
couple of months. The Reds are doing great, FC Cincinnati. And then, of course, it'll be time for football, and we will not shut up about it. That's what we do on this podcast. So uh, thank you, Linz, for checking in. We'll be back here in a couple of days. That's a wrap this episode of On the Sidelines, all brought to you by our wonderful podcast sponsors, Orthocincy, Orthopedics, and Sports Medicine. We'll be back in a few days.